0: We're in a series called Awakening. We're using this word, awakening. Uh, God has awakened us. And we started off this year by doing a fast. We did a fast together. We did the Daniel fast. However, the most important thing about the fast was not so much that we denied ourselves food, okay, Uh, That's a good thing. You have to do that if you're going to fast. uh, You know, according to the Bible, they denied themselves food. But the most important thing was not the fact simply that we denied ourselves food, but it was the fact that we did it together, number one, and number two, that we read our word and we prayed. We pressed into the presence of God together. That is the most important thing. And so God is using this word right now, awakening. He's awakening us. Uh, You know that song, Open the eyes of my heart, Lord, so that I may see what you see. God is trying to get us to see how he sees things. Because if we continue to look through our glasses, the glasses that we have, our carnal glasses, our earthly glasses, we'll never see what God has. What God is doing. We'll never see what he sees. But we want to be like Elisha's servant. He said, look, uh, the enemy has us surrounded. And, but Elisha prayed and said, open his eyes. So that he can see who is really surrounded. And he soon found out that the enemy was the one that was surrounded by a host of God's creation. Amen. I believe that if we would open our eyes... Truly, we would see that your enemy is surrounded by a host of God's creation. And we started off this year with that, uh, with that fast, and we also started off with a prayer. I call this our prayer for 2016. I'd like for us to recite this prayer again. It's up there on the board. Prayer for 2016. Uh, why don't you say it with me this morning? All right, one, two, three, go. In Jesus' name... By the power of the blood shed on the cross, by the authority of the scriptures, I declare this to be a year of amazing fruitfulness, bountiful supply, increase of God's presence, and a new level of passion for God, for church, and for people. Awaken me, Lord. Make me thirsty. You and my soul will follow Hard after you. Amen. Take that into your heart. My soul will follow hard after you. In this series, there's five awakenings that I'm after. One, we started off with awakening hunger. You have to have a hunger for the Lord. If you don't have a want to, come on, just like we're talking about uh, this game that's going to be played today. If you don't have a want to, you're already defeated. Amen. And we talked about awakening alignment. We may get to the end together, but don't you know that God is concerned about how you get there? Jesus said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly here, now, in this present time. Wait until it's all over. Wait till you get to heaven to experience an abundant life. Yes, God has built me a home over there, and I'm on my way to it. Imagine how glorious that home will be. If you live an abundant life now, come on, how much more glorious will that be? But he's concerned about you right here, right now. Last week, we talked about awakening abandonment, just leaving everything that's not like God. I'm just going to abandon it. All I want is his presence. Why? Because in his presence is the fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures evermore, the Bible says, Where else could I go? Where would I be if it not for his grace? Where else could I go? You know, Jesus said some very poignant words uh, when you read the book of John, the gospel of John. He said some words that really sort of offended some people. Come on, even his disciples. And many of his disciples turned away from him. He looked at the twelve. And he said, will you leave me also? Peter said, Lord, where will we go? If we leave, where are we going to go? You have the words of life. That's where we find ourselves this morning. Lord, where am I going to go? You have the words of life in your mouth. I'm here in your presence. I abandon everything else. And then we're going to talk about awakening agreement. And then we'll finish finish next week with awakening anticipation of what God's going to do. But today I just want to touch a little bit on agreement, amen, about the power of agreement. This principle here is what the whole cosmos is built on, agreement, coming together in agreement. The whole universe is built on this simple principle. The kingdom of God functions on this principle of agreement. Marriages are saved by this principle of agreement. Simple principle. We must agree. What am I talking about when I'm talking about agreement? Well, here's what I mean. It's powerful, focused, heavily concentrated, targeted prayers. Come on. Targeted prayers. Directed to God, but in harmony With the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, and others. And what I mean by others there is not just anyone, but uh, others that God has commanded you to fellowship. Like-minded, with like precious faith unto Him. When you come in agreement with others who are of like precious faith, well, with man it is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. They're all possible. To agree, you must consent to a course of action. To settle by words that come out of your mouth of agree, You must make it be made known that I agree with you. To come into harmony regarding a particular matter. Harmony. To come into harmony. You know, this word agreement... Will you play something for me? This word agreement... In part comes from a Greek word, symphonia. Okay, symphonia, and that's where we get our English word symphony from. Symphony, coming together. Symphony literally means coming together in agreement. Now, there's times when uh, we feel like, well, I'm all alone or it's just me and this person and we can't get things accomplished. That's why God put us all together. Imagine if all of us came together on one accord, what it would be like. Give you an example. Play, Play a G for me, just a G note. You hear that G that's just one note, just a G. What can a G accomplish by itself? I mean, it may put you in a key, but it's just a G. Now, let Two come together. Play a, play a G-flat with the G together. G-flat and a G. Yeah. Sounds crazy. She looked at me like I was crazy, and it also sounds crazy. Play that again. Play it again. See? It doesn't sound good together. Keep playing it. All right? Clashes together. Now what I want you to do is go ahead and add a D with those three. Oh, okay. A little better. That clash is still in there. Okay? Add an A. All together. A, G, G, G flat, D, A. Put them up, put it together again. All right, now go higher. Go an octave up with all those. G, G flat, D, A. G, G flat, D, A. There you go. All right, putting it all together. Here, see what she's playing what I'm asking her to play now. All right, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not down here, though. Just up there. There you go. Okay. All right. Now, put your thumb on the B instead of the A. All right. G, G-flat, D, B. No, not B-flat, B. There you go. In the right key. Now, add a G. Now, add a G. Yeah, G major 7. This began with a G, G-flat. Put, put the G and the G-flat together again. All right. Now add the other notes one at a time. B, all all together, B, all together, G, G G-flat, B. There you go, (laughs) now put the G on there. There you go, all together, let's try one more time. G, G G-flat, G and G-flat, yeah. See, this is the power of agreement. When you don't agree, (laughs) most of the time this is her trying to tell me what to do. I get to get her back, G and G-flat together together there you go now together with the b there you go all right a little bit better now together with the g g major seven thank you very much give the mic show a hand all right (laughs) so what we're trying to accomplish with this is to say that when you when you begin by yourself, and maybe there's just two of you, it doesn't seem like it's going to work. But God put us together. When he begins to add others that begin to agree with you and you agree with God's word and word, and he adds another one and you, and you begin to agree with God's word, what started out as a clash now ends up as a symphony, as a beautiful G major seven chord. Amen. But if we don't agree, we'll be in all kind of different keys right? If I say one thing and she plays something different, it sounds crazy. Or if, if she's playing one thing and I'm saying something different, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? It's like the song we were trying to play this morning. I was in one key, you all were singing in another key. I said, get mucky. my key. No, I was, I was wrong. I was in the wrong key. Uh, but you guys ended up agreeing with me, you see. And it ended up being beautiful at the end, the point being that There's nothing that we cannot accomplish if we would agree together. First, beginning with God's Word. Beginning with the Word of God and the Spirit of God. If one would agree with that, boy, what could be accomplished? If two would agree with that, oh, now we're rolling. If a church would agree together with that, there would be nothing that we couldn't do. You want to talk about world hunger terrorists come on what problems can you come up with if we would agree together there would be nothing we couldn't accomplish God himself told us he told you and me Israel that if you his people who are called by his name you have the name of Jesus would humble yourself would pray seek his face come on from, and he would hear it from heaven where he is in heaven he would hear us And he would heal our land. If we would come together as one and agree. The power of agreement. Oh, it is the door to the realm where all things are possible. It's swinging open before you this morning. You got to believe. You got to pray. Turn in your Bibles this morning to Matthew 18. I just want to show you something very briefly about this thing, agreement. And then we're going to do something here in just a moment. Matthew chapter 18, I want to give you Jesus' words concerning this. Matthew chapter 18, I'm going to begin at verse 18. 18. 18, book of Matthew. Jesus said this, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound where? In heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed where? Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Why did he say this? Because for where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there In the midst of them. This word agreement. What does agreement do for us? Well, what do we find from this passage of scripture? There's three principles that stand out to me. One is God's people have power to bind and to loose. We have the power to bind and to loose. And listen, as crazy as this sounds, it almost sounds like a a G and a G flat together when you first listen to it. But the Bible, Jesus declared right there that he said if two of you would come together, two of you, two or three of you would come together, whatever you bind here on earth. What he's really saying is, from heaven, I agree with you. And, I, and it's bound because it's bound from heaven. You bind it on earth. I hear it because you're in agreement. You're in agreement with my word. You're in agreement with my spirit. And you're in agreement with each other. I hear it from heaven. Guess what? Boom. Done. It is bound. Oh, but you want to lose something. Agreed together. You want to lose my spirit in your midst? You want to loose a new level of prosperity in your midst? You want to loose a deliverance of some things in your midst? Agree together. Agree with my word. Agree with my spirit. And agree with each other. You and I have the power to bind and to loose. Because God agrees with it from heaven. Another thing is God's people are assured of Christ's presence when they gather together in prayer. He said, where two or three of you are gathered together, there I am in the midst. I'm right there in the middle of it. Why? Because you gather together in my name. When I hear my name and I hear agreement, I'm there. It draws me there. I am there in your midst. And then God's people have special power by agreement in prayer. We have special power. Whatever we ask in his name. Jesus said, it will be done by my Father in heaven. See, the power of agreement prayer should be understood along the concepts of binding and loosing and the powerful presence of God. This is a tool for building God's church agreeing together. It is a weapon for warring against evil powers. That's why we prayed alongside you, Sister Shirley. And we all agreed together. And anyone who was in that same situation, we can agree together. It's a powerful weapon to war against evil powers that might surround us or think they have us surrounded. Come on. We need our renewal of the prayer of agreement. I mean, there's all kinds of prayers that we pray. There's a prayer of supplication, where we ask for something specific. Come on, you want to you wanna, uh, get married? Lord, uh, please send me someone. Well, that's not specific enough. Come on, what kind of person do you want? I mean, you just want a heathen, somebody that smokes? What do you want? Come on, supplication is specific. Specific prayer. There's a prayer of intercession. I intercede on your behalf. We have many intercessors, intercessors, even in this congregation. At the end of the day, all of us should intercede. Come on. There's a prayer of faith. Oh, we're going to talk about that in a few weeks. Oh, I'm excited. Dietra and I, we're doing this together. We're doing it together. She said, oh, Lord. Yeah, so start praying. We're doing it together. And uh, boy, get ready. I mean, I'm not trying to copy Jake's, but I'm just telling you, get ready because God is going to move in this place. And then there's a prayer of agreement. This prayer of agreement is when a believer agrees with the word of God, then by faith, come on, declares the will of God to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I declare it by faith, by faith. Now, I want you to If you have a pencil or pen, jot something down in your Bible or jot something down in your notes. Let me say it before you jot it down. I want you to jot down to pray. To pray. Not T-O pray. Not T-O-O pray. But T-W-O. This concept. To pray. To pray. Amen? To pray. I'm going to talk about that. See... Agreement prayer, prayer of agreement is agreement, praying, enhancing our harmony, responsibilities, our accountability, and our productivity. does all of those things. Does not have to be physical boundaries that this agreement prayer will bust us out of. You don't have to be in the same room or even the same country when you agree with someone. But two people touching one specific thing. Now, we know that when you pray, if there's no one else with you, God hears you. I'm not saying that. God absolutely, there are times when you need to go into your prayer closet. There are times when you need to be by yourself. There are times when you need to tarry before the Lord. And you need to ask for some specific things. But this morning, I'm talking about there's times when you need someone else to agree with you. That's why she came up this morning. I can pray by myself, but I need to come uh, amongst the, the saints. I need somebody to agree with me as touching. Come on. To pray is when you partner with one or more people to pray prayers of agreement. You invite your prayer partners into your heart. You're transparent at this point. Just like you invite a friend into your house. You become transparent and you both pray together. You pray and you agree. Now, just like all types of prayers that we find with the prayer of faith and the prayer of this and the prayer of that, there's all kinds of ways that we can pray. It doesn't just have to be uh, speaking out loud. That's a big part of it. But we worship, pray. When two or more people agree around the worship of God, we're worshiping, we're lifting up God. In fact, in my opinion, I think there's not enough of that going around. I think there's a lot of us telling each other our problems and wallowing in our circumstances and not enough glorifying God. Come on. I'll just let that sink in because I know the quietness of the Holy Spirit is among you this morning. But yeah, I think we we t- and not that we're not we should confess, absolutely. Of course. And we need to talk to each other. But there should be more time magnifying and glorifying God than there should be about us complaining about our problems. Because complaining about it doesn't fix it. It never will. It, even, it might even make you feel better for a few moments, but it's only for a few moments because the problem is still there. You want your problem fixed, begin to glorify God. Worship, pray. There's fellowship, Pray, enjoying each other in the presence of God. Jesus commanded us in the book of Acts to fellowship with one another. Of course, we talked about intercede, pray. We must do that. You you cannot only pray for yourself. Come on. You must see what issues others have and pray and intercede for them. Come on. There's warfare, pray. Some of us know about that. Sometimes you got to go to war with it. You have to. Now, this one you can't keep to yourself. This is one that you just can't uh, be so nice and all in the back. And I just I won't say anything. I'll just lift my hand. And no, this is the one where you say, "I bind you, Satan, in the name of Jesus." Come on, Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. This one where you speak out loud when you warfare pray. Sometimes we need that. Sometimes you faith pray. I can't see it. I don't see it with my physical eyes, but in my spirit, I know it's there. Come on. And I pray by faith. All of us should Jesus pray. (laughs) Come on. Enjoying the power of Jesus and ending our prayer in Jesus' name. He said whatever you ask in my name. So why would you end your prayer and not say in Jesus' name? Just saying. (laughs) Spirit pray. Come on. Whether that's with the... Uh, with other tongues or you're praying and the Spirit is leading you. I don't know what to pray, but I'm going to go in my prayer closet anyway and, and the Spirit shows me what to pray. Insight pray, praying with the Holy Spirit, help, new insights. All right, evangelistic pray, come on, where you're bringing people, uh, you're praying for salvation, come on, to those in my family. Vision pray, Lord, show me where we're going. It's one of my prayers all the time. Show me, oh God. Where we're going. Open my eyes to see where we're going. Come on. See, agreement prayer does several things for us. Agreement prayer secures victory in warfare. When we agree, it secures it. You can have victory if you pray by yourself. You know, you can have a victory. But you want to secure that victory? Agree together with somebody. Agree together. We read it in Matthew 18, 18 and 19. When two of you come together in agreement, I hear it from heaven, and there I am in the midst. So you start binding, and you start loosing, but you do it together in agreement, because if we're not on the same side, if we're not agreeing together, we can bind and loose all we want, but all those things we bind will will keep on being loosed. And all the stuff we lose will keep on being bound for not agreeing together. I hope this is getting into your heart this morning about being together and on one accord. Agreement prayer can turn a negative atmosphere into faith declarations. It can turn a negative atmosphere into faith declarations. We need to declare by faith. Agreement prayer believes... That God is able. Genesis eighteen fourteen says, Is anything too hard for the Lord? He was talking to Sarah because she was laughing when he said you're going to have a baby. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do that. He said, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time I will return to you according to the time of life and Sarah shall have a son. It's not too hard for me. I can do it. I can do it. Agreement prayer opens our hearts to the realm of All things are possible. With man it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Prayer opens our heart to the God possibility thoughts. We can see more. We can believe more. We can hear more. Have astounding thoughts and enlarged visions of God. Define influences upon the heart. I want to tell you something this morning stop praying small because you don't serve a small god you don't serve a small god could you imagine i mentioned this one time before some time ago that uh it's a it's a Odd thing sometimes in marriages when you have a husband and you have a wife and the different things that we respond to, uh, you know, not everybody is the same. I realize that in, the, in these generalizations, but, you know, typically, you know, if you tell your wife that you love her and how beautiful she is and support her and all of those things, you know, she responds to that. You know, you tell your husband he's beautiful and all that, and he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, thanks, you know. But if you want to get your husband to do something, I use this example: uh, when you know, like for example, when you you go to the grocery store and you come home and your husband grabs a couple of grocery bags, you know, and your wife says, "Woo, boy, you sure are strong. Your muscles come out when you grab those bags," and your husband says, "Shoot, that ain't nothing. I can get four bags. You know, I get four bags. Yeah. Right. You want your husband to respond? Come on. <laughs> that ain't nothing." <laughs> I can do that. Well, I want to tell you something about God. God is not that small, okay? That's a very tiny, all right, compared to what God is. But just imagine God in that realm. Lord, can you pick that little thing up right there? Really? That's all you want me to do? I can do much more than that. Come on. God responds to big prayers. God, listen, Chronicles said this. In the book of Chronicles, he said, it said, the eyes of the Lord, some of you know the scripture, search to and fro throughout the whole earth, searching, looking to see. That's right. Who's dedicated themselves to me that I can show myself mighty through? I'm looking for somebody. God wants to show himself mighty. All he needs for us to do is just line up. He just needs for us to agree. He needs for us to be in alignment. And when we can do that, oh, he will show himself mighty through us. Come on, God is omniscient. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. God is all that and a little more. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Agreement prayer multiplies our strength to face life. Oh, one, what's the scripture? One can put a 1,000 to flight. Two what? Can put 10,000. God is a God of multiplication. See, it's not just one, you can handle a couple. Two, you can handle a couple more. No, one can handle a couple. Two can handle 25. Three can handle 150. Oh, we're multiplying now. Oh, if I get five of you together, we can get about 35,000. That's how God multiplies. It's exponential. That's how he does. So imagine all of us in this room. If we would come together and agree on God's word together. That's what we were trying to accomplish with the fast. Us coming together and agreeing on the word of God. Agreeing on the vision that he has for this house. Agreeing on the vision that he has for families in here. Agreeing about the vision that he has for your business. Together. We do that together, there's nothing that we can't accomplish. It gives us great strength. And finally, agreement prayer believes God hears and responds to our prayers. It believes he hears and he responds to our prayer. He doesn't just hear. God is not just sitting there going, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Uh, Maybe when I feel like it, I'll do something. No, God hears and he responds to our prayers. Agreement prayer is so important. The power of agreement, folks. We must agree together. Now, we can continue going on uh, status quo, doing the things that we've always done before. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. We can continue. And it's just like the alignment message. We'll get to the end. You know, if we've been saved, we've been sanctified, we've been filled with the Spirit, we'll get to the end. But we won't get there very straight. Come on, we'll be this way. Be a lot of strife, a lot of arguing, come on, a lot of dissension, a lot of disunity, a lot of going back around again, seem like I've been this way before, a lot of that. We'll get there to the end, but it won't be a straight way. But if we can agree together, oh, how beautiful it would be, symphonia. It would be wonderful, we could get there together.